Honor, darling? No, I have nothing more to say. I just wanted to tell you again that I love you. Thank you, sweetheart. That's good to know. Well, if what Hunsinger says is true, I'll see you in a couple of days. Right. Goodbye. I think it's very, very bad taste. What's very bad taste? Telling your wife you love her in front of me. But I do love my wife. Nobody knows that better than me. That's how we spent the entire evening, you telling me how crazy you are about her. You're going to waste your entire leave that way? Oh, gee, Alice, it's not fair to Anna or me or you. Not fair at all. And why ain't it fair to me, if you please? Well, all the time I'd be kissing you, you'd know that I loved my wife and that I was really thinking about her. Look, honey, I'll explain you something. It ain't like that to me. I don't care who you're really thinking about when you kiss me. Like I told you, I never do it for any reason. If I don't want to. But if I want to, I do it. And I want to. The lady is hot. Too hot to handle. The lady does not. Act like a prude. Just try a kiss in the dark and you'll think you've been barbecued. Because the lady's much too much too hot to handle. You know, when I was reading about her, I was thinking back to our conversation about um, what the old Hollywood icons would be like on social media. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Jane Mansfield would have been great at social media influencer, you know, modeling at this time. So I, she's to me, she's very 50s. But if there was another time period, I think the period we're in right now with all the publicity and posts to make and all the, you know, she would be able to post her own photos, whatever she wanted to post, she'd have more control. And she'd be able to control her image more directly than having her publicity team even though she was very much involved in that and I think when her she got rid of her publicity team and it was solely her things took a downturn but with today's day and age with the technology and the different platforms I think I think she would have done pretty well in this day and age and probably be one of the most um followed women and I know we talked about Elizabeth Taylor being probably like the ultimate influencer but I think Jane Mansfield would up would be up there as well yes that that would be tough if social media existed back then I Mm -hmm. but now (laughs) I don't know see they would be fighting for that it's kind of like with Selena Gomez and like Taylor Swift and you know um Kylie Rihanna and B that the most followers thing would be just a constant thing because Mela Monroe, Elizabeth Taylor, Eartha Kid, Dorothy Dandridge, and Jane Mansfield—that's hard. What a what a like, list you just gave right there. <laughs> yeah, because these are classic women. Yes. Like these, this is different. This was a different time. Mm-hmm. And then the films were amazing. That's not to say the films are not good this era, but. Old Hollywood films, those were just chef's kiss. That's all I can say. I'm so happy you feel that way because I also watch a lot of older films, probably more so like new Hollywood, 
in foreign films, but I also really love the old Hollywood films. Um, you got me interested in Dorothy Dandridge, which I saw one of her films and I thought she was great. Um, and then now Jane Mansfield, who I've now seen several of her films and I think she's great. I wish I saw, um, will success spoil rock hunter. That's the only one I'm like, Oh, I can't believe I missed that one. Oh, and don't forget to watch too hot to handle. She played midnight. That was actually on my list for, for actually today, I think. And then I just didn't get to it. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention this. I don't think I did. You know, another thing I wish Jane Mansfield would have really got into and she would have been very, very, very successful at is fashion, <laughs> high oh, fashion absolutely. runways and working with all the fashion designers because her fashion looks in the movies were gorgeous. You will want the to wear dress. them now. Mm-hmm. Yes, that one too. But also and um, hold on, which one was it? Because I want to make sure I'm giving it. The right okay yeah the girl can't help it with the the black look yeah okay i'm a sucker for black i love black clothes <laughs> me too and it's I just something about that look i don't know because yes. it's kind of like i can't help it oh my god i literally just used the title <laughs> i can't help but wear black <laughs> yes it you know like actress at tiffany's look oh yes that should be just as iconic you know, I mean, Jane Mansfield, the girl can't help it. Outfit should be just as iconic as that. But, you yes. know, then we have to go back into. We have to blame Hollywood for that. After Jane created a sensation on Broadway in 1955, Hollywood came courting. She signed with 20th Century Fox, not coincidentally the same studio where Marilyn was under contract. Jane made $2,500 a week which was double the salary Marilyn was paid when she started, says Ferruccio. The studio was purposely pitting Jane against Marilyn because Marilyn was giving him a hard time and didn't want to do the dumb blonde roles anymore. Ambitious Jane didn't mind playing dumb, although she won a Golden Globe for a dramatic role in 1957's The Wayward Bus. And unlike Marilyn, she courted publicity and made friends of the press. Jane would pose for a picture for anyone, anywhere, at any time, says Ferruccio. She was a very driven woman. It was in her blood. Jane Mansfield had a co-star in a Western, and she was kind of also the, um, oh, what's her name? Oh, yeah. So, Mammy Van Doren, they starred together in a Western, and she was kind of, I I have this quote from, I think it's unfortunately, I'm sorry, but it's Wikipedia. It's okay. It says, even when Mansfield's film roles were dying up, she was still con- considered M- Monroe's primary rival. Mansfield considered Mammy Van Doren her professional nemesis. And they did a film, and she she criticized her... I, oh, where did I put it? Um, she refused to have any scenes with her on screen, and they had to film it... So, their, they're in one scene together in the film, but it was cut together because they didn't. She would not refuse to work with her. Um, gosh, where did I put it? Let's see. Oh, but I just thought that was interesting because, you know, she's getting compared to Marilyn, and it doesn't seem to bother her. I've read that Marilyn didn't like Jane. <laughs> she didn't. 
she didn't. She yeah, did it. But she wanted to know more sue about her. that because she what, really. <laughs> yes. Oh my, I don't know that story. <sighs> yes, 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 yes. Marilyn Monroe wanted to sue Jane um, Mansfield for identity theft. Marilyn oh Monroe. God. Felt as if Jane was copying her image. And it reminded me of something that's going on now in the real world. I don't know if you listen to or like, you know, the female rap world. But Marilyn Monroe reminds me of Nicki Minaj. And Cardi B reminds me of Jane Mansfield. It's so that hilarious. Great comparison. <laughs> like, oh, my God. That is such a great comparison. Because you can see, yes, they may have similar, you know, features. But they were too completely different women and that's the same way with Jane Mansfield and Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe was more the seductive siren. Very mm-hmm. you know in temptress, enchantress, but Jane Mansfield was just like Barbie. Yes. yes. And just very different. Even the way they act, even they just they were just different mannerisms. The only thing similar was the blonde hair. Honestly, yeah. and everyone had blonde hair, but that, like you said, um, that was the the studios and and tabloids just pitting women against each other. Mm-hmm. So I would have loved them to work together and photo shoot a pinup photo shoot spread. Wow! Can you imagine if it, gentlemen prefer blondes, but with Marilyn and Jane? Yes. <laughs> That would be amazing. I've always thought about that. That's crazy that you said that because I was like, I wonder if Jane Mansfield was cast for the movie and then they gave the role to someone else. I always wondered that. That was always been in the back of my mind because that would have been perfect. That would have been, that really would have been perfect. I mean, Jane Russell, she had either black hair or dark brown. And of course, they were great together in that film, but. I mean, could it get better if you have Marilyn and Jane, the two of the most iconic blondes of that time? Exactly. That was a big um, L for Hollywood. Yes. Because that was been so iconic. Very iconic. But maybe Marilyn wouldn't have done it because she was, a, as you said, was going to sue Jane. Yes. <laughs> well, maybe Marilyn didn't want to do it, but... <sighs> I can't say anything because I I like Marilyn Monroe and I like Jane Mansfield too. So I'm always, it's just like wow, it's so it's such so bad. <laughs> but yes, she yeah. hated her. She hated her. There's... When Jane Mansfield finally reached the A list in the late 1950s, Marilyn Monroe was already a bona fide Hollywood icon. According to the Vintage News, Mansfield was considered a cheaper knockoff of Monroe, which clearly irked the latter. So annoyed was Monroe that she once snapped at writer Lawrence J. Quirk, All she does is imitate me. I wish I had some legal means to sue her. After a confused Quirk asked her why she would want to take legal action against Mansfield, Monroe replied, for degrading the image. But it wasn't just Mansfield's copycat behavior that annoyed Monroe. As Quirk notes, Mansfield purportedly took note of her rival's alleged affair with John F. Kennedy and decided she wanted a slice of presidential pie, too. Utilizing the help of JFK's brother-in-law, Peter Lawford, Mansfield had her own secret tryst with Kennedy, later telling Lawford, everyone in Hollywood and Washington knows about it anyway. I'll bet Marilyn's pissed. It's, kind of, it's so similar to, I mean, there's so many rivalries like that. I mean, for me, 
I'm a big fan of Britney Spears and and Christina Aguilera. So, and they're always pitted against each other. Ooh, and great example. Yes, they were. They, I've been a fan of that like since for like 11, 12 years, maybe. Um, and yeah, Britney's my favorite, but they're constantly pitted against each other through the years. And there's always something in the press about them. And even the fans, it, the fans today are still criticizing one or the other. It's like, you can't be a Christina fan and be a Britney fan. And whenever I tell people I'm a fan of both of them, they're really taken aback. Like, really? You can be a fan of both of them? Yes, you can. <laughs> so, yes. Like, Jane and, and Marilyn, you can be fans of both. I like both just as you do. And yes. they are different. And same with Nikki and Cardi. You can be fans of both of them. Yes. They're all just different. And really, if you sit back and you look at it, fans are going to always pit their fave against their friend fave. But Mm -hmm. I just wish Hollywood and tabloids and the media would stop um, joining in on the fun and just be professional. Hollywood has so much impact you know, of course, it's mainstream media, some iconic movies, the iconic photo shoots, the iconic just new things that can be done instead of pitting the women against each other. Make them get out here and work together. So happy that you brought up Gentleman's Preferred Blonde because I really <laughs> believe that she belong- belonged in that movie too, so I'm not alone. Can you <laughs> imagine them walking into that restaurant together? Yes, and then um, Diamonds are a girl's best friend. Yeah. Oh, wow. That would be amazing. Such great singing voices, too. I mean, but I prefer a man who lives and gives expensive jewels. A kiss on the hand may be quite continental, but Diamonds are a girl. As you said, they're they're different, but they, there are some similarities. I mean, even the way the dresses fit on on them, but showing the hour hourglass figure. Yes. The walk, the breathy baby talk voice, um, the cleavage revealing costumes, and this is all again Wikipedia. I want to give my source, <laughs> but <laughs> the two of them, I mean, that was a great role for Marilyn, and it really showcased that very Marilyn iconic image. So. If that featured Jane image as well, it I mean, as we've said, it, it would be perfect. It would be the true gentleman prefer blondes and the two of the biggest blondes, two of the biggest icons of that time together and no rivalry. Hopefully, I know Marilyn and Jane and uh, Russell got got along well, but um, but if only they were able to come together and the studios were able to put them together in that way and I think it would be more talked about today yes and another thing that bothers me well I don't know they probably do but do they have like a uh historic museum for Jane Mansfield like they have for Marilyn Monroe I don't know but it would be great if they did unfortunately I did read that the car that um Jane Mansfield died in is in a museum in LA okay I don't know if there's anything like dedicated to her yeah okay 
All right. Well, I'm so happy that you joined. Um, thanks for joining. This was a great, great show. I love talking about Jane. I can't wait to talk about Marilyn and the other Hollywood stars with you because there's so many um that didn't get their credit. I know you mentioned Audrey and um, who am I missing? It's another woman, Mae West. Okay. And then like Lena Horne. Yeah, it's just so many women. Yes. It was so many. There's um, so many icons of that time. Even, I mean, some of the French actresses like Catherine Deneuve, when you were talking about the fashion, you want the the looks that Jane Mansfield had. I just watched Belle de Jour the other day. Well, rewatched and... I just want every look Catherine Deneuve has. <laughs> and another one, Brigitte Bardot, is also kind of like, I mean, two of the most famous blondes for, for French cinema. But, I mean, another, like, just two more icons to add to that list. <laughs> yes. And before I get out of here, do you want to tell the people about all things film? Oh, yes. Um. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on. We've been talking about doing a podcast together for... A long time so <laughs> yes. I'm so happy we finally did one it was such a great topic you transformed me into a Jane Mansfield expert within a month and I'm so grateful <laughs> <laughs> I was just becoming a fan of Sophia Loren so I'd seen this picture of Jane Mansfield and and now and it's just so funny the timing because I'd only seen that picture and now I, I've gotten to learn so much about her so I'm so grateful to be on your podcast and to talk with you this is a long time coming so thank you so much you're welcome Um, and i hope we get to do it again soon and for so my podcast is called all the film things it is on spotify apple podcasts amazon music um it's really we talk about all things film so there's a range of different um formats there's some interviews i interviewed a film historian a cinematographer videographer and i also have done analytical episodes like the wrong man um it started out on relevant now pro sports fanatics but now i wanted to branch out into more accessible platforms like spotify apple Podcasts, and so on and um i'm really enjoying it everyone who's been on seems to really enjoy it as well and hopefully it can turn into something and i know we, I'm I'm slowly but really preparing for our Maryland episode. I have a few more films to watch, but I after how, how to Marry a Millionaire, I cannot wait for our uh, Maryland episode. <laughs> oh man, because I, whew, that Maryland, I uh, I don't know, it may be an hour. By the way, Jane, what do you think of Marilyn Monroe? Who's he? <laughs> Barbie things, that's Barbie things. Big Barbie things, that's Barbie things. Big Barbie things, that's Barbie things. Barbie dream house, Barbie rings. That's Barbie beach house, Barbie bins. Uh, Barbie white picket, Barbie fish.